Hey there, welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is Kim Hutchins and at 412, we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. 412 is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Ontario. We are so excited to be able to continue to equip you through our podcast and YouTube. And today, I am thrilled to bring you Dr. Rob Meter. Rob was on our podcast last year and we chatted about healthy limits with technology mental health and anxiety, as well as collaboratively problem solving as a family. There were so many helpful things that we packed in there that we thought, you know what, it would be so great to bring Rob back. Rob is one of the hosts of the Smart Family Podcast, which offers practical advice for all family relationships and to help you love being home. Rob is also the Director of Family, Child and Youth Mental Health at Waypoint Center for Mental Health Care and he's been practicing in the Simcoe Muskoka area since 2003. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about how youth are handling schools reopening, ongoing anxiety and resiliency, and what parents are seeing. Let's get started. have you on how uh, are you thanks Kim it's, it's great to be here <laughs> yeah. now we chatted about it was just over a year ago yeah. right so yeah. a lot's happened totally yeah how have things been well uh, you know like you said a lot happens in one year um, <laughs> it, it, and especially nowadays it seems like a lot more happens in yeah. a year than ever before <laughs> so uh, I think when we last talked we were sort of halfway through the, the COVID yeah. situation uh, compared to where we are now another year's pass and it's I would say it's been a year of ups and downs it's been mm-hmm. busy uh, as you can imagine um, yeah. my field is mental health yeah and so I see kids uh, really from 0 to 18 with any sort of concerns that are mental health related or behavior mm-hmm. related or development and um, so you can imagine we've had the ups and downs we've had we've had schools open again I know. and then close again and then close and, and online then, yeah, and then in person yeah, totally and so we've, we've we kind of thought you know after delta that was it and then omicron hits and uh and then and then you know vaccines rolling out and uh and kind of being introduced to different age groups and so you know it's been a it's been a real uh roller coaster of a year mm-hmm. um yeah absolutely. i feel like we're kind of getting maybe towards the the, the ending of some things and yeah. uh, and hopefully a newer <laughs> newer beginning. So I'm optimistic as I always am. Yeah, so. which is great. And how's your podcast going? Good. Yeah, no, we're, yeah. we're I think episode 56 of the Smart Family Podcast. Yes. So yeah. uh, my co-host Tony Newoff and I were, were always looking for exciting content to interview experts on mm-hmm. areas of mental yeah. health and parenting oh, yeah. and marriage as well. So that's Tony's sort of Thing that she's uh, really passionate about so um, so we talk about all those different topics mm-hmm. and uh, yeah we've got some great feedback that's been useful so yeah yeah for sure. that's been yeah. fun that's amazing and how about your family during this time have you yeah. guys had any time so good time I've, together yeah well you know what it's crazy because uh, you, you're catching me now uh, 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 the day after we finally got away on holidays yeah um, which is so we, good uh, we escaped from Ontario oh. the first time in two years yeah uh, fantastic and got back yesterday and 
So, and I have four kids, uh, and you know they range in age now from uh, 12 is my youngest to mm -hmm. 17 is my oldest. Yeah. And uh, three girls and a boy, and and so you can imagine we've we've kind of seen <laughs> the gamut of yeah. um, of of experiences when it yeah. comes to school oh and social things and family issues and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Wow. But they're good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's so good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so last time when you were here, we talked about mental health and yeah. anxiety. We talked about um, healthy limits for technology yeah. and uh, collaboratively problem solving as a family, right? Like yeah. there's just so much great yes. information. Okay, good. And, uh, and I know our viewers and those that were listening really benefited from it. We've had some right. good feedback. And right. so, yeah, I just wanted to, let's start kind of there, you know, mm -hmm. where are we now? What's happening? What are you seeing? Yeah. So, I mean, it, I always joke with my staff, you know, when we've had a slower day, it was like, hey, did we solve all the mental health problems? And is this it? Now, you <laughs> that know, would be great, sort of, right? Uh, we're done. <laughs> we're, we're at the end now. But no, then of course, the next day is even busier yes, than the yeah. day before. Yeah. And um, so I, I do feel like, you know, we've, we, we've seen a lot of, um, uh, families and kids uh, mm -hmm. struggle with with anxiety, with stress. Yeah. Um, I think we've seen a lot of more self-reported stress than perhaps you know actual diagnosed mental health disorders, which okay. is an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that we have seen a real true increase in is eating disorders. Um, oh, we, wow. you know, if you want to yeah. spend some time talking about that, yeah. we certainly could because that's an interesting phenomenon that none of us were really expecting. That in, is actually surprising. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, in retrospect, like looking back at it, maybe not so surprising, but, yeah. you know, we never would have predicted it ahead mm -hmm. of time that we would see such a surge in eating disorders primarily yeah. amongst young adolescent females. Okay. Um, boys too, but, mm -hmm. you know, girls and boys are affected by that. Um, and, and maybe, and we think it's the perfect storm of, you know, uh, um, isolation, mm -hmm. um, you know, negative influences on social media, unfortunately, yeah. to which many teenagers had sort of been flocking, you know, when they were not getting together as much right. anymore. Yeah, it was just a natural place for them to go, right? And parents were busy and exactly, were out and exactly. yeah. And then you combine that with uh, with a loss of, you know, sense of control. Yeah. Um, and then where, where can I, where can I, what can I control? And oftentimes eating is one of those things and it becomes yeah. a, a disorder and mm -hmm. we've so we've we've actually seen you know 100 200 percent increases in clinic visits in referrals in um, uh, people being admitted to hospital wow. for intensive care and so that's so that's been really um, hard yeah uh, on a lot of families and um, and so you know that's that's something that's definitely pandemic related mm -hmm. so but then I think overall we've just seen an overall increased level of stress uh, you know yeah, when that hits families it trickles down to all yeah. members of the family including the kids they sense it they sense that you know we're we're all a little bit more tense mm -hmm. and then we were in the past and mm -hmm. for most kids I'm, I, I'm i'm seeing that as as things you know in the news ease off a little bit yeah. that tension tends to dissolve okay. and melt away so that's yeah. good that shows that there's some resilience there um, but you know, in some families and some kids, it's just more heightened, and it and it will stay that way mm -hmm. and uh, for a long time. And I often tell families, you know, what takes years to develop will take years to improve. Yeah. And so we're now two years into a pandemic, and 
It's you not know, a we quick can't fix. Can't expect that. Oh, yeah. things are opening up again. You know, yeah. next month we'll all be back to where yeah. where it was. No, <laughs> it's going to be years, I think, yeah. and maybe for some individuals and families even longer than that. Mm -hmm. So we've got work ahead of us, and yeah. from a mental health perspective, uh, I don't think there'll be any shortage of work, unfortunately. Yeah, and so. resiliency, right? Like they're not bouncing back. Right, fast, right. So right? that's you know that that's so so. You know, I think families and, and kids and teenagers who uh, had, you know, who, who were resilient will tend to bounce back. Yeah. You know? um, and so those who had, you know, strong supportive relationships and who were able to uh, buffer a lot of the stressful experiences with relationships and mm -hmm. experiences that were positive will tend to bounce back quicker. Okay. And, and I've seen that. I've seen yeah. a lot of families, you know, as things open up do well and look forward to you know getting back to quote-unquote normal mm -hmm. um whatever that looks like now yeah. you know that's going to be different too <laughs> it will be yeah so <laughs> but then normal. <laughs> yeah other kids still you know if, if, if you're struggling beforehand already even if it's in relationships in our marriages in our families you know um that that resilience may not be there and, mm -hmm. we, and that struggle may go on for longer than, okay uh, with 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 the same stress for some families, it'll be harder. Yeah. And what do you think there are some maybe practical steps that parents could take if they see that their child or their teen is struggling to reconnect with people? Um, how could they help them? Or what's something practical as a parent or maybe someone who works with youth or kids that they could do? Well, I, I think, you know, the biggest thing that we can do is provide the opportunity, you know, and, yeah. and, and we can have influence. And of course, that uh, as kids, when kids are young, you know, we, we really have complete control. You know, I know, they're, it's they're kinda kind of nice, of, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you know I, where they are at all times. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and then, you know, but part of our role as parents is to kind of give up that control over mm -hmm. time and give our kids more independence, more freedom yeah. to, um, to explore, to make mistakes, mm -hmm. and, um, and, to, and to, you know, get creative and, and, <laughs> and, and just to enjoy up, things right? and yeah. grow up, exactly. So ah. I think our, our biggest thing to kind of help our kids sort of move out of a situation like this is to yeah. provide opportunities for them to, to get out, to be with friends, mm -hmm. to get outside, um, to get involved again with activities at school, yeah. with sports activities, you know, with all of those things are, are, are going to take some time. We, we don't expect, you know, a, a switch will flip yeah. like that. It's going to take some time. And, and every kid's going to be different, you know. Mm -hmm. Some kids are going to be probably already doing it right now, you know. But then other kids will be a year or so before yes. they're ready to do that. Yeah. So as parents, I think giving that opportunity and letting them know, like, you know, if they do look anxious or they're mm -hmm. worried, you know, um, at least validating that. Like, don't minimize or dismiss it and say, like, okay. oh, what are you worried about? It's nothing, you know. Yeah. Um, it's better to say, like, okay, I, I get it, you know. You're not the only one. Um, yeah. We're, we're all feeling a bit tense and nervous and you know, more or less to some degree, you know, but, um, and I think you can do this, you know, mm -hmm. not like, you know, but just get over it. No, yeah. and I, I, you know, I, I, I know you're, you're feeling a bit tense or nervous, but, uh, and I think you can do this, right? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a really, really good point, right? Because especially when you see them, they did maybe take <clears throat> that step, but then like the anxiety that comes with that, Yeah. you know, so how do you just, help yeah. them to work through that um, little bits at a time, right? Yeah, yeah, because for a year, <laughs> for a year, two years, long time, we've been telling kids, avoid this, avoid that, don't mm -hmm. do this. Oh, and now 
do this and do this and do this again. <laughs> and so like it's that, been so upside takes, down. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna take a bit of time. And like I said, as 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 adults and as supports for our kids and for our teenagers, just providing the opportunity mm -hmm. uh, for that. And whether that's at church or whether that's at school or whether that's just with the family. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be important. The, the other thing that I, I don't know, um, I, I've been thinking about a lot is that I think every family has had some relationships that probably have been fractured and yeah. maybe broken yes. uh, or at least affected in some way mm -hmm. uh, because people have had strong opinions yeah. about things that are COVID related, you know, yeah. and and uh, it, it's, you know, you can gloss over that for a while. You can kind of skirt around it. But now um, we kind of have to face it, right? I think and so. Yeah, how do we work through and create healthy relationships again? Yeah, like yeah. We, do, we do need yeah. to be honest and open with that when the time is right. You know, maybe when things are raw, it's not the time to go and dissect mm -hmm. that. But now <laughs> as things, you know, kind of seem to recede a bit, yeah. it's time to say like, okay, I know we may have different views on things, but is that going to make or break our relationship? And for yeah. some people, it might be, you know, mm -hmm. and some things might be so strong and so polarizing that it's tough. But I think for most relationships, we can heal from that mm -hmm. and, and, and maybe even, you know, come to see the other person's perspective and respect that Yeah. Uh, and recognize, okay, look, you know, that's, our relationship is more important than mm -hmm. an opinion. Or yeah. political position or <laughs> or whatever yeah and i think uh in the church we need to do that i think yeah. in our families we need to do that mm -hmm. i i from what i've heard every family is there's there's some differences there's, none of us are the same you know yeah. and so i think it's really good for kids to see us as the parents you know repair those relationships mm -hmm. and that's really how we grow you know yeah nobody there's no perfect family around there's no perfect don't you wish around. there was right be maybe easier well, just like oh that's how we have to look but no yeah 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 <laughs> you know i i um on my on our podcast recently i i interviewed uh, two authors of a book called the power of discord okay um, so ed tronic and claudia gold and you know um and and really they said the repair sorry the relationships are made in the repairing of discord so okay. when there is you know tension or friction um that's going to happen in any relationship you mm -hmm. know it happens in the the, the parent-child relationship mm -hmm. and it's not so much in the fact that those things happen because they will happen but it's how do you what do you do then do yes. you go and repair that relationship yeah. or do you sweep it under the rug right or invalidated pretend nothing's going to happen that's not the way to do it mm. and so the best relationships form not because you know they're perfect right because and some parents try to be perfect for their kids but the relationship grows in how you repair yeah the imperfections and the ruptures that happen mm -hmm. which is know, hard inevitably right it's it is hard yeah, yeah it is hard that's the hard work of relationships mm -hmm. But the, to the extent that we go about and repair those ruptures, mm -hmm. that's how relationships grow. And I, I thought it was really, like, it took me a while to get that, you yeah. know, in child development and behavior. There's this concept of the good enough parent. Yeah. And I always thought, okay, well, that's like a kind of a second best scenario, <laughs> you know, if you're good enough. Yeah. But actually, good enough is what we should aspire to. Right. We shouldn't aspire to being the perfect parent. Because right. then our child never gets to experience, you know, repair of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. which is again where the growth happens yeah and so 
being the good enough parent is actually the standard we should aspire to, mm -hmm. not the perfect parent. And I think that then spreads to other relationships as well. I think so too, right? And I think our kids in watching us when things are broken and seeing us work to repair things, that speaks a lot to them, right? Absolutely. And how they're going to maybe look at their relationships. Yeah, yeah It just yeah. really does filter out to right, everything. Right, right, right. So. And it also affects how they grow up and mm -hmm. become hopefully, maybe one day parents themselves, right? Yeah. So, and then that, that'll affect their relationships. So. Yeah. Well, I think right now it's so good if we could talk a little bit about hope right? Mm -hmm. How do we find our hope in Jesus right now? Because mm -hmm. ultimately, if we can keep our eyes focused on Him, that will help us in repairing and help us moving forward during this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always think, you know, when we're in the moment, we kind of get, um, you know, kind of sucked in with to the gravity of the moment, yes. right? Yeah. And yeah. I think it's always important just to zoom out a little bit bigger and say like, okay, you know, we've gone through this time. Um, you know, to know that, that we are still part of something much bigger mm -hmm. than, than what we've gone through. And that's not to minimize it, you know, and not to yeah. say, like, oh, okay, you know, you know, our grandparents had it worse here and there, you know. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, it has been a difficult situation yeah. for fam all around the world. Yes. And, but always to be able to kind of keep your eyes on the bigger things and saying, like, okay, why are we ultimately here? Mm -hmm. And where is our identity lie? Mm -hmm. uh, no matter what our, you know, political stripe might be or opinion on this or experience here yeah. or the stress we've had here um, you know keeping keeping that bigger picture mm -hmm. I think is just really In important mind. that's it's kept me going too you know personally it's it's knowing that you know I, I can't get stuck in the the mire of the day yeah I, and yes I need to problem solve through that but sometimes at the end of the day you just have to just relax take a deep <laughs> breath yeah in that stillness and like zoom out and say okay yeah you know there's more to life mm -hmm. than 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 this struggle or this moment or even these you know year mm -hmm. two years um you know god there's a purpose sometimes in some of this suffering right mm -hmm. and again that goes back to what we we're just saying you know there's yeah a, there's a there's a there's there's things to be gained from the rupture that happens from the stress that happens you know yeah yeah if that stress is you know manageable we can grow from it mm -hmm. so yeah, when I appreciate you saying the pause and take a breath, because I believe too, last time when you were here, we talked about that, right? Well, it was an audio one, but just um, to stop for a moment and breathe, right? And just Well, yeah, focus. and you know, yeah. and there, there's there's benefit to that, you know, spiritually and, we, uh, but even just physically. Yeah. Breathing is one of the few, you know, things are that, that we can control, uh, ourselves you know mm -hmm. we can control our breathing can it's hard to control your heart rate you yeah know? but it's one of those few <laughs> vital signs that we can actually have physical control over yeah and you know there's uh, sometimes I, I felt tense about something or anxious about something and just just taking like a deep breath and then just exhaling a little mm -hmm. bit longer than the inhalation and you feel just things calm down mm -hmm. like, neurologically there, yeah there's benefit there and then if you fill your mind with something that's, you know, what am I seeing now? What am I hearing now? Just like get, just feel the moment. Yeah. And that can be very calming. Mm -hmm. So it sounds hokey, <laughs> but it actually works. No, I know. And it does, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I, I love it. I love that you said it then and you're saying it again because it's a great reminder. And yeah. it's, it's something that we can all do. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. 
And what about, um, what is something that you could say to encourage those that are joining us, whether they're parents or not, or working with kids, but you know, during this time, um, we talked a little bit earlier, but what's something that you'd like to share? Well, you know, I, I think as I look, it's, it's winter now, but you know, summer's coming up yeah. and um, I'm not sure exactly when this is going to go to air, yeah. but you know, there, are, <laughs> there is another season coming up, yes. you know, and uh, as we, as we shift, um, uh, I, I just hope as families we really provide opportunities for our kids and mm -hmm. uh, I'm a little bit worried Kim because I, I see fewer kids signing up for stuff you know yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm not saying we need to go back exactly the way things were because you know things like sports were sometimes really stressful for kids yeah and, the, and maybe and, we do need to change and we right? probably overscheduled kids a lot yeah. you know and 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 maybe this pause it is break will allow us to recalibrate mm -hmm. but I'm also a bit worried that you know we are not going back to sports we're not mm -hmm. going back to church we're not yeah. going back to extracurricular activities um, you know I was talking to a camp director you know the mm -hmm. other day about like hey you know you must be seeing a huge tidal wave of people signing up to go to camp this summer it's like no it's been slow it's like wow Whoa. right so, you know, and here we are in beautiful Muskoka's. Yeah. And we know the power of nature. Yes. We know how important it is to kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of things. And uh, I, I just hope kids do get to experience that mm -hmm. more this summer. And so it doesn't have to be through something like, you know, as official as like, you know, a camp registration, but just getting outside and doing mm -hmm. things and enjoying nature can be really healing for people. So. Yeah. Um, so, so I'll encourage families that way, like just, you know, whether it's something formal or something you have to sign up for, or, uh, but, uh, or not, you know, get outside, yeah. start doing stuff, get physically active, get away from the screens a little bit. Yeah. We didn't right? talk about screens too much, but <laughs> no, we could talk around you know, the next screens one. have been like in front of our faces now for two years straight. So we, you know, we, we, we should try and, um, and, and just feel our senses again, mm -hmm. smell things and see things and hear things and really pay attention. I think that's really rejuvenating and restoring. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And do you have a favorite verse or something you'd like to share? Um, it doesn't have to be specific to a verse. But. I think last time I talked about, you know, the still, be still and know. Yes. That I, I, and that, that's still <laughs> that's true because right. we just talked still about true. that just now. Yeah. Um, and of course, those verses are always true. I, I think lately I've just been uh, pondering about you know, around freedom and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, how Jesus says the truth will set you free and, and, and just thinking about, because we, we hear the word freedom in the press all the time now, yeah. you know, we've, we've seen it associated with, uh, with this pandemic and in various ways, and I'm not going to sort of delve into sort of political <laughs> issues here, but, you know, now we're seeing a war starting in other parts of the world and people's freedom is being taken away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that puts a whole different spin on freedom, probably more serious than we really ever imagined and hopefully never happens to us but you know this concept of how Christ sets us free yeah and uh, how the truth will set you free yeah and so again that's just like zooming out being part and seeing part of a bigger picture appreciating you know God for who he is and mm -hmm. what he's all about and in this world and um, I think that can be really liberating yeah in a way that's different from maybe our worldly definition of what if freedom is or maybe even transcends yeah. That freedom. So. Yeah. I yeah, know that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, thanks so much for sharing. That was amazing. I think that people are going to be blessed when they listen and watch this. And um, 
yeah, just some great things for us to think about as parents, how we move through this time together, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. we can do it. Yeah, thanks Rob. Okay, anytime. For those joining us today, I hope that you were encouraged by my conversation with Rob. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, remember to subscribe on your podcast app. And for those watching the video edition, subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss an episode. Also hop onto the discussion by following us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at 412Canada. Looking forward to next time. Thanks for joining us.